Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Lance. I am the host, producer, and kind of just general all-around handyman over at The Night Nerd. You can find us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, even Snapchat. I don't know how to use Snapchat, but we're on there too. Just look for The Night Nerd. I was going to make a comment about Snapchat, but... Uh, what are you going to say? I hate that app Do so you? much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, and you think it with how popular it is that they would, like, upgrade their UI system and everything? It's just it's trash. Anyways, today we're talking about minute number 48 of Donna Justice, which starts with uh, Bruce ar- arriving at Lex's gala, um, and Clark asks a reporter uh, who that guy is. And uh, yeah, and it ends with Clark eavesdropping on Bruce's uh, ulterior motive <laughs> at the at the gala. Is it an ulterior motive? Yeah, I guess going to the gala is not. Yeah, the he, thing. he's okay. not there to hang out. Yeah, I mean that's his main motive to be there. It's a yeah. spy. Yeah, which something right off the bat, I've. That's not a bad reference. That's just actual baseball bat. Um, <laughs> so right off the bat, like something that I notice is like Bruce Wayne's outfits, like Bruce Wayne, the character in this film, mm-hmm. his suits are always like just one color. And it's always like he's wearing like all black or he's wearing all blue or he's wearing this, that and the other. And it's not that great in my opinion, but Clark Kent, every time he's dressed up in something, he always has a killer wardrobe in my opinion and he's got, like the flannel shirts with the ties yeah he's got like the nice pattern tie with like a brown coat and like or he's wearing a nice flannel and or, like when he's out when he goes to gotham earlier in the film mm-hmm. and he's doing reporting then he has a cool outfit and i don't know i re- i don't know why but i've always found bruce wayne's outfits to just be like just one color and like super bland but that's like supposed to could be supposed to i mean it's all black is maybe it's like a batman thing um i don't know i just i've always been digging clark kent's uh outfits in this film it's got a sharp wardrobe well and know. you gotta think bruce wayne's is probably designer something or another so it may be like a vera wang suit that's supposed to look like that <laughs> or on the opposite you know we, we talked yesterday yesterday about how Bruce Wayne is not who he is. You know, he's Batman, so maybe he's just like, oh, I'm just going to put this suit on. I bought it at Mid's yeah. Warehouse on clearance, so I'm just going to wear it. Yeah, he just maybe. default into going on to all black. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> he's like, let's just get this over with. Probably. Um, so, yeah, and then he uh, Clark Kent asks some guy who looks like james mcavoy uh <laughs> does he he kind of i don't know he, he looks like young professor x from the all right first class films um who he is With and he's like oh you must be new to the uh let them eat cake convention beat. Or, let cake them eat beat. cake beat let, cake beat let say it again let them eat cake beat beat um that's bruce wayne um which is weird that he doesn't know what bruce wayne looks like yeah, we've already talked. We've, I mean, like we've brought it up before, where it's like, 
you know, Wallace noticed who he was when he was saving him in the beginning. It's like, how is this guy's picture just not plastered over everywhere? Well, especially if you're a reporter who has done work in Gotham, this is the biggest figure in in the area. I mean, more so than at this point, I, at least I think he's bigger than Lex Luthor uh, Jr. Not maybe We don't know about Old Man <clears throat> Luthor, but... yeah. Yeah, how do you... What kind of reporter doesn't know who the... I mean, you know, I know there are... <laughs> Lance just had a meltdown. Oh, how do you not know who Ben Affleck is? No. Well, no, that's a perfect example. Like, if you were in the real world and you were a reporter and you were working on a celebrity beat, you would know who Ben Affleck is. Like, I can understand if you don't know the actor that plays the other reporter in this scene. Okay, yeah, you don't know who he is, but... This is somebody you see all the time, and it's you should know who he is. Like, we all know what billionaires look like in our real world right now. Like, if I say any billionaire's name right now, you guys would probably know it, right? Nah, maybe 50-50. There's, there's a lot of billionaires, but you're, the ones that are on the front page every day, like, you know... Like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like, you know what... Um, I don't want to really say names, but <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying not to like call anybody out, but you should know. And that's another thing: um, a reporter should know going into anything what they're gonna do. You know, I I have guests on my show from time to time, and especially if it's a celebrity guest, I make sure I know everything they've written, everything they've acted in their mother's maiden name, you know, I could hack into their bank account because I know so much about them. And that's what Whoa. you should do. Okay, maybe not that much, but... <laughs> you, yeah, so you guys come um, on over to the show again. Um, and no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just, I um, think he should do his research and know... Because he knows who Lex is. Uh, why would he not know who Bruce is? He definitely knows who Lex is. Um, and I think... As a reporter, yeah, you should know who Bruce Wayne is. And he, as a person, like Clark Kent, should know who Bruce Wayne is because earlier in the film, Wallace Keefe is yelling the whole, I know Bruce Wayne, I work for Bruce Wayne, uh, and he's the one who defaced a statue of you. So it's like you, Clark Kent, should know who Bruce Wayne is because of the guy who painted on that statue of you as a hate crime because he does not like you. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, Clark Kent should have been like, I should probably really know who this Bruce Wayne guy is. Um, if you don't already. And as a reporter, you should also know that the only defense I see for this moment is he did not know Bruce Wayne was going to be at the gala. In which case, if he says something like, is that Bruce Wayne or like something like he wasn't expecting that person to show up. That's when you, would accept that but if he didn't know who bruce wayne is clark Kent's just a really bad reporter well i mean let's be honest we know why that line is in there it's for trailers and stuff it's just the same way nobody cares about clark kent versus the batman it's yeah i mean it's it's the movie version of clickbait it's like oh oh he doesn't know who bruce (laughs) wayne is oh let's see let's see what happens it's true it's a question meant for the audience oh who is that Oh, that's yeah. Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's Clark I would have been Kent. fine with it if it was in a trailer and they cut it out. But 
which sometimes they do stuff yeah, like do that, do and that. that's that's good. That's good uh, filmmaking. You shoot <laughs> stuff just for trailers, and so you keep things a, a surprise. Um, and I guess that's you know. So yeah, that really is all that scene is for. They introduce that the two characters are now in the same film. Um, and uh, then we enter inside the gala. This is Lex's um, mansion, manor, building, house. Home. Is it? I don't know. Wait, is it? it yeah, has it to is. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just made me question that all over again. <laughs> no, yeah, because we were looking up the address and everything. Yeah. Um, which. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, it was a it was a Florida zip code. I I was saying yeah, right. As in a place like this could ever be in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's beautifully spacious. There's like nothing really in there. I know in this minute we see like a mortar motorcycle that's on display. Um, but that's about it. And it's just you think it's the same motorcycle that he uses later. Good question. Like I want to like, say he has built this multiple, new motorcycle, but it might be um i was just going to comment on how white it is the motorcycle no everything the the manor oh yeah the gala yeah everything's white uh it's just maybe i don't know maybe that's supposed to bleed into like his kind of character where he thinks he's like the white knight and everything Could maybe, be. maybe that's where he's going at um the person who's trying to introduce likes in this minute She's got a cool jacket. I like the design of that. That is that is a sweet jacket she's got on. Um, but it's also white. And I don't know, maybe there's a theme here. Because everyone in this gala is wearing white and black. Like, that's it. Uh, except one character. Yeah. Do we want to talk about this character? Yeah, I got boom, Diana. <laughs> and then a heart next to it. Yeah. It seems like, uh, Lance, you also got the very first minute of... Miss Gal Gadot's Godot, character, Diana Godot, Prince. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm the same way. I wrote her name and my name all over my notebook uh, mm-hmm. when, we were t- when I was working on notes for this minute. So really it's just yeah. Lance and Gal with a bunch of hearts on it. That, that's the extent of my notes for this minute. L plus G. All, all over. over. Equals love over forever. <laughs> Five uh, ever. Five ever. <laughs> that's how serious we are. Uh, yeah. Um... When they announced that Wonder Woman was going to be in this film, like she to me was the reason I was seeing this film. I think, I think this is like what Nate's favorite film, like superhero film mm-hmm. or just film of all time. Like you know, it's up there for you. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go as far to say like this is one of my all time favorite superhero films, but I really do like this film a lot, and I think it's it's fantastic on so many levels. But to me, like, going to see this film, it was because of Wonder Woman. Like, when they were doing, like, the marketing for, like, oh, Team Batman, Team Su- Team Superman, like, I was, like, Team Wonder Woman. Like, this was, like, she was the reason I wanted to really see this film because I wanted to see her interacting with Batman and Superman, which she really doesn't do, but she interacts with Batman. And I was, you know, I was pumped. I was excited, and she does not disappoint in this film at all. Not at all. Not at all for and as little screen time as she has which um i forget what it's like seven lines of dialogue or something she this is could be 
BVSVWW. I mean, she even though she's not in the movie a whole lot, her impact in it is yeah insane, and that's that's a lot to Gal and her ability. You know, we we've talked a lot about we've talked a lot a lot about how awesome Ben Affleck is, but she is equally as awesome. I think yeah, for real. Yeah, so like she. Honestly, there's no moment where I'm like, oh, that's, I don't really agree with like how they did that or anything. I was just like, no, yeah, it hit the nail on the head, which, you know, this kind of character seems like there's all kinds of ways that you could ruin that character. And, they, and in my opinion, they don't. It's, it's never like there's never a point of like questioning that character. And, I, and it's awesome. Um, I think the casting was perfect. I was I was excited about the casting right from the get go. Um, I'm glad I saw Fast Five, which I'm not really into that franchise. But as soon as they announced that it was her, I was like, "That's awesome!" I actually know who that is, and like mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. And um, you know, she was supposed to play Feora in Man of Steel. Uh, Zack Snyder her wanted her wanted her to play Feora, but she was pregnant at the time with her first kid, and so they passed on that and even that like looking back now it's like that's a blessing because i like that she got to play wonder woman and she didn't just get casted into being feora yeah like and then anya trow playing feora that's perfection as well so these casting things every time they cast like the casting has always been on point for this for these couple films so far even suicide squad i want to say the casting's perfect even though the film itself isn't perfect. All right, cool. Just want to get get that out there. <laughs> well, and it's it's a long time coming. You know, this is the first. This isn't the first theatrical appearance of Wonder Woman. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Her debut was actually, of all things, in the Lego Movie. It was the first time we saw Wonder Woman on the big screen, and this is. But this is the first time we've seen her in live action on the big screen ever in, in in history which is crazy when you think you know she's been around for 70 some odd years uh, at this yeah. point and she you know was a lego in one scene and then s- seven lines of dialogue in another scene but i think i mean i know you guys will get this get to this way way down the road but it was worth it because her movie was pretty stellar yeah for sure her movie we're is, super excited is awesome um, and I think like, yeah, to kind of go back on what you said, Lance, like this is like her first appearance, like live action and it's not even her movie. Yeah. And when she shows up, like she, she kills it. she's the hero, man, the attention, like yeah. she steals it. Like even in this minute. And I think it's done on purpose probably with the, like the, she's the only one in red. She's got like the gold kind of collar on the dress and mm-hmm. She obviously steals Bruce Wayne's attention, but she steals everyone's attention among the audience at this point. Yeah. She's just so cool. I say, get get you a woman that looks at you like Diana looks at Bruce. Do you think she's looking at Bruce? Yeah, what do you mean that you think she's looking at Bruce? Yeah. I don't know. Does she know who he is? Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait, yeah, everyone knows who Bruce Wayne is except Clark. Except Clark. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's really neat because you know traditionally the the ships or you know the the fan 
they've always wanted Wonder Woman and Superman. Even in the New 52, you know, there was Wonder yeah. Woman and Superman. But in the animated series, there was always a thing of, you know, will they, won't they get together between Batman and Wonder Woman. And so yeah. this film, I feel like, follows that a little more closely. Um, I, I don't know. It's if, if you were to see her with Batman or Superman, it's definitely... Batman. It looks like she even later on in the film doesn't make googly eyes, but seems to have better chemistry. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. with with Ben or with Bat. And so it's uh, I don't know. I I really like that because the animated series I'm a huge fan of. So anything yeah pertaining to that I'm on board. Yeah, I've always been a big Bruce and Diana fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're you're on that team. I am. I did, but however, I did really, really enjoy the new Fifty Two of Superman and Wonder Woman because the way that the two of them were written, they were written perfect for each other. It wasn't like the Superman wasn't the in love with Lois Lane Superman. He was completely different. I like. I've said it before. I really enjoyed the new Fifty Two Superman later on down the line, but uh, yeah. by the time it got to Superman and Wonder Woman, that book, I was like. I got the first issue. I was going in. I I loved it. I really it's enjoyed it. It's a good it. story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm team Batman or Superman in that regard. Uh, just because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, obviously, it's not. It's not. I can't get into spoilers. Um, <laughs> but I. Yeah. I, I, sometimes in the comics, though, I'm not team. Steve Trevor either because sometimes he's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the in the movie he's great. So yeah. Um, but I I see I like Lois Lane and Superman. I think that's a great comp- uh, couple. Like their chemistry and like if you, the the writers write then yeah. And I think that's why Superman and Wonder Woman were so good because the writer knew how to write that uh, relationship. I believe it was Charles so, Soule. Yeah. Was it? I believe so. Oh, no way. Shouts. Um, so, like, if you can write it well, then yeah. But the Bruce and Selena Kyle thing always breaks my heart every time. Yeah. So, like, I can't see Wonder Woman and Bruce do like being a thing because I always like Catwoman and Batman being All a right. thing. Fair enough. Um, maybe... It will, I, I, though, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing... Jason Momoa's Aquaman interacting with Gal's Wonder Woman and yeah. seeing how that goes because I would love to see some kind of flashpoint teases yeah. with that kind of relationship. So, But, um, yeah, I guess we'll save that for that. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but if they if they have any, like, back and forth as being Amazon and Atlantean in, the, in this Justice League film. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, so Lex gets called up on the stage. He walks right by Superman, which is interesting. Cause it's like, my question was, do you think he noticed? Obviously he invited him, mm-hmm. but to just kind of be like, all right, excuse me. And like, yo, you just walked by the guy You're trying to kill <laughs> you yeah. hate, you know? Yeah, man. Happens all the time. What do you mean? Like, in real life? Not, like, in, to that extent, but, like, there's always, like, parodies of, of uh, yeah, 
this is a terrible thing. I guess a guy running into like the husband he's having an affair with, like his wife or whatever. He's like, oh hey, uh, how you do- how you doing? Uh, so. But he knows, kind of. Yeah, thing. It's like he, he has knows to know. It, so, yeah. So is this more like the Oedipus thing, where it's like, oh, I don't know who you are, but I'm gonna, you know, but down the road I'm gonna kill you, or well, no, I guess Oedipus killed him then and there. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. No, I think it. I think it's more of like a. Like a, I need to kind of like look you in the eye, and like maybe he was purposely walking by him, as in like, yeah, of course he purposely walked by him. This is my show. I'm the important one. I'm yeah. helping these people are here to celebrate what I am con- uh, giving back, not what Superman does, but what Lex does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I buy that. You sold me on that one for sure. Um. This gala is full of beautiful people. I gotta be honest. What did we say the other day? Gala stands for gorgeous adults lounging around. That's is it. that what it is? That's what's going on here. Just, just gorgeous people. Um, what is it? Lex gets on stage. He starts saying all kinds of stuff. Uh, he's he kind of is hesitant on how to start his speech, but then he just goes right into it. He talks about the word philanthropist. Comes from the Greek. Um, and that it was coined 2,500 years ago. Yeah, 2,500 years ago, um, which I guess this is kind of – we get to the end of it on Friday, I believe, but, like, his whole speech and kind of, like, the Greek allegory that he's going with, kind of, yeah. like, it bleeds – it, it parallels his character, but at the same time is sort of, like, a nod to – the introduction of Wonder Woman, possibly. I think so. Well, she kind of had a subtle like. He doesn't know Greek. Yeah, you know, you you could tell she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be like walking in a a room full of NASA people, and you're like, so this is how you go to the moon, and they're like, no, just just no. I I want to do that now. <laughs> Walk into a a party full of people who work at NASA and be like, hey, yo, let me tell you about how I'm going to go to space, <laughs> and I just want to see their reaction now. Uh, that would be the most embarrassing thing I could ever do in life. Um, another person who's kind of like enjoying the party, but from a distance, uh, is Alfred. Who, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> good one. He's just chilling. He's got his coat on. He's telling. Um, while Alex is giving the speech, Alfred kind of or Bruce is like, "All right, where do I need to go?" Um, and. Uh, Alfred's sitting there, he's on the computer, he's telling him, all right, you got to go down to the basement, server corridor, and he's got, like, a whole layout of Lex's place on the screen, which, yeah, I don't know if that's just, like, schematics or they're using, like, some sort of x-ray drone technology, but it's pretty cool to see Alfred kind of being the oracle, kind of, you know? He is. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, we've talked about the many hats of Alfred, all the roles he plays, and if there's, like we established yesterday, if there's not a Bat family, there's not an Oracle, so somebody has to be on the other end of that earpiece, otherwise Bruce is just crazier. Not crazy, crazy oh, hurt. Well, Alright, right. so, yeah, so yeah, we, we get, get um, you know, the definition of, of what are you, what are you showing, showing me? me? Go, <laughs> Go for it. For it. Did, 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 did we, we talk, talk about, about how the lover, lover of humanity? Of humanity? That's, That's what he, he says, says, right? Yeah, yeah we, we didn't, didn't talk about that. No. no. Well, I thought that's just, just very clever, clever that, you know, to love lover of humanity. humanity. Lover, lover of humanity. humanity. What is, what is that? that? It, it means, means not, not Kryptonian. Kryptonian. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, oh Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what, what philanthropist, philanthropist means? Yeah. yeah. Means, means a, a lover of... Meaning a lover of... Is it really? That's, That's what, what philanthropist means? means? Is that, is that like, like its exact, exact definition? definition? People, people use that all the time, you know, like, oh, this guy's a philanthropist. There was a TV show... Years, years ago, ago that was called, called the philanthropist, philanthropist. The, the philanthropist yeah, yeah, that, that one guy, guy he's, he's in the following it was that guy, guy. What, what was his name? name kevin bacon nope the other guy oh the bad guy in that yeah what is his name was he the philanthropist he was, was the phlan- kevin bacon no the philanthropist? no he was the philanthropist kevin the bacon bad was guy the was the philanthropist yes philanthropy does mean the love of humanity in the sense of caring and nourishing. Go. So, I, uh, talk, talking about Luthor's speech, though, do we know if there's a copy of the entire speech? Because we just hear it in snippets over the next few minutes. I'd be curious to see what the actual entire speech, because coming in and out, it makes that fall that we, we talked about uh, on Friday, uh, you know, when we get there, seem more substantial and extreme, but if it's a gradual thing, you know, I think that would almost be better to see this character slowly decline instead of being like open bar, philanthropy, um, crazy, go have fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if we can find a copy. That's a good. That's a good exist. point. Um, I think it has to be the other way around, though, where it's like, oh, things are great, things are great, things are great, and then it's like, oh wait. I'm crazy. <laughs> I think it has to be that way. But I wonder if that speech is somewhere, um, especially like when they, I don't know, maybe uh, if they ever released the script for this film, it would be really cool to see what Lex or what Jesse had to say in the speech because I'm, you know, it's cut because of editing, but I wonder, I want to know what the full speech sounded like because yeah, I want to see how he got there. Yeah, but I I don't think it was. I think it might have been like a brick wall for him, like in the character writing, where they were like, "All right, and here's where he's and gonna shut down. Here's yeah. where he's gonna like have like a meltdown." Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's he, his speech is pretty interesting, and I think if we got our hands on that whole thing, we could, in a weird way, get a better sense of the character. Oh, itself. for sure, absolutely. Um. And then the the minute ends with Clark hearing the bat frequency. He hears the the bat frequency. Is that what they call it? Yeah. What did the they called it in the show the Batman? What did they call that? It was the you know it made the the weird noise. Bat communication. No, he called it bat wave. He called it the bat wave. The bat wave. Yeah, and it was like a frequency, pretty much that only. It's like probably like super encrypted. It was super encrypted, but it was also just like press the red button and Batman will be notified of something. Is what it was. Classic children's cartoon gimmick. I think it was some. They like fleshed it out later. That show got really good. Like after the first season, that show gets so good. I remember being just whelmed by the first season. Oh yeah, no. Once they start to get into like like Batgirls, like the next one, they introduce her first, and then they introduce Robin, and like oh man, that show gets and like the Justice League is at the end of it. Really? Yeah, it's a really good show. If you haven't watched it, the the Batman, right? The Batman. Yeah. I think I always had a problem with his voice. You get over it. Okay. 
I mean, it's not Kevin Conroy, so it's not good. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super young, super young sounding. Uh, he 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 finds his voice later on. Like okay. he doesn't sound as. You can definitely tell that he was playing Bruce Wayne, that oh, dressed wait. up as Batman. Sounds really good, yeah. Bruce Wayne. He's a really good I Bruce think Wayne. The Batman was but the then, issue. Yeah, later on down the line, he gets a really good Batman going. Cool. Might be worth revisiting. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you're absolutely. doing it, if you're doing it with the whole animated thing that you're doing, like definitely. I always love the character designs of that show. Like the way they redesigned mm-hmm. all the characters, I thought it would like that Joker in that show is good. Is good in my opinion. Yeah, yeah that was the one with like, the emo Riddler, right? Where he's all. Yeah. Yeah, the I, Marilyn Manson Riddler. Yeah, yeah, I like that Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, that, no, I do like the design yeah. of that show. I just the voice always irked me. Was Tom Kenny as Penguin? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, do you guys, do you guys have, have any other notes for this episode? episode? Just that you know, it's crazy that. The last minute, we had no dialogue and so much exposition. This minute, there's a lot of dialogue. And while it is a huge minute in the sense that we see Diana for the first time, mm-hmm. it like it kind of whelms. I mean, if if Wonder Woman wasn't in this minute, this minute would be, man, you know, not not much. But she, which I guess is good because it makes her the focus and the highlight of this particular beat. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I would even argue that the whole, this whole scene uh, in the movie, both these minutes and ones you'll talk about over the next few weeks, but that the going to get the information is a MacGuffin just to introduce Wonder Woman. You know, it's yeah. not, and to get the clip for the trailer of Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent. But yeah, I think I think Wonder Woman's really the focal point of uh, the rest of this week and however many minutes it goes on after that. It's interesting that you said that, like, this is where, like, Wonder Woman is, like, you said, like, in yesterday's minute there was barely any dialogue, and in this minute there there's a lot of dialogue, but Wonder Woman is the, 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 the showcase of it, mm-hmm. like, the best part of this the minute. Point. The focal point. And she has no dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, again... <laughs> the nonverbal part of this minute is the best part yeah. because it's gals Diana. Yeah. So cool. Alrighty guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU minute and uh, yeah, drop us a five star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. If you're enjoying everything, uh, helps other people find our show out, which is great. Um, tell your mother about this show mm-hmm. tell your brother about this mm-hmm. show adopt a kid mm-hmm. and then tell that kid that he has to start listening to the show and yeah we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute